Nightmare Hardcore Radio, exploring the world's best hardcore punk and all the various subgenres. For the next two hours we will enter a world apart from the rest. The time is now. What's up with that? Let's start jamming. All right, what's up? You're listening to episode 99 of Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. That's a lot better. Um, I've had a long um, day. I'm just having a fucking day, to be honest. Um, I don't know. There, I'm. I'm trying to be 
um, as positive as possible. Just, eh, just personal shit. Um, but I'm so thankful to be here. Um, like I said, this is Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. Been doing this shit. I haven't been doing this shit, but this shit has been going on since 2004. Been lucky to be doing this for as long as I have since 2014. So, actually 2013. So, about seven years been involved with the show. Um, if you haven't heard the show before, we are a two hour hardcore punk metal program where we revolve all our uh, content around new music that uh, surrounds the hardcore genre, anything adjacent to that. Um, but mainly keep everything new. We don't subscribe to really much nostalgia unless we um, not too much unless we're doing something extremely specific. Um, so let's do the business up front. If you haven't heard us before and you, uh, hopefully hopefully you like what you hear. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at dead air NWCZ. We uh, I'm on the Instagram a lot more. Um, also our Facebook long t- long standing uh, facebook.com slash dead air hardcore radio also um, our Facebook group um, just called dead air hardcore radio group um, I haven't put as much content in that as possible but you can basically go in there post stuff about your band it's it's basically talk about whatever you want as far as hardcore. Maybe there's stuff um, Northwest related that uh, and a lot of stuff we talk about in that group is Northwest related that other groups don't touch on because they simply do not live here. So if you want to talk all things Northwest hardcore, you go ahead and go to the um, Dinner Hardcore Radio group. Um, sorry, I had something in my mouth and there's I had the door open. Because I, um, because uh, at the residence that we live at, the dog was running around, and if I I don't, the dog starts barking. As uh, you, if you listen um, to other shows on uh, the Tacoma radio station we play out of called NWCZ, um, Rocky gets a little rowdy. But now I had it open, now I closed. Fucking gigantic ass fly, probably at the end of its fucking lifespan big fat fucker is flying around uh, trying to trying to fuck with my only food for the day um, so far so fuck you fucking fly I'm vegan but I'm not but fuck dude fuck flies um, so back on what we were talking about so you can also go to uh, dead air hardcore radio.com um, that ties you in with all of our basically content as far as where we all play all over the all over the globe um, we play in six different stations um, at this at this point in time and and if you're listening um, shout to all the stations that play us shout to you wherever you're listening in the world um, as well as on com. we have reviews and and we don't do as many reviews as like per se like no echo because i could never fucking do that i'm just i had to take remedial english classes and to get where i am and sometimes i fuck up because i 
because I don't slow down enough to to really um, make complete sentences, and sometimes I just talk like a straight up caveman, and it's not good. So I try, I try to keep um, keep it updated, but not with too much. Try to keep it with stuff that not other people are covering. Um, so you can check that out. It's also connected to everything that we everywhere we play um, podcast wise. Please uh, subscribe to our podcasts. Um, you can go to Spotify, uh, iTunes. Um, you can go to Google Podcasts as well as Anchor and a few more that are uh, that are connected um, through Anchor. So please check that out. Um, also, I haven't updated everything, but we do have an archive of all of our shows from from show one um, up until like just a couple episodes ago. I need to get to that but all of our old shows are archived on deaderhardcoreradio.com but yeah subscribe to our podcast um i did a little poll noticing that pretty much anyone that follows uh the show is uh usually uses spotify i tried i tried doing a couple other things putting some stuff out there on other platforms and putting that first and seems spotify is overall the winner so I will be probably pushing the Spotify the most, but please go to places like iTunes where you can give me a rating review um, of what I do. And just a reminder, it's just me doing this. I do pretty much as far as this podcast production for better, for worse, for the best and the worst shows. Um, it's just me uh, providing all the content on top of all other things I do. Uh, with a with trying to run a radio station and help produce other shows in um my local Tacoma area and uh another shout out to NWCZ Radio Studios which is where we get the chance to record and uh shout out to Daryl and everyone who uh who has helped me get to the point where I am right now is uh as humble as I am um is 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 this is I'm humble enough to say this ain't this show ain't shit, but it could, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't exist without, um, you know, the opportunities I have been, um, granted here in Tacoma. So let's go to the show. So we, uh, another thing we have a, we, you, we more, we usually have a guest every week and we do this week, this week, uh, we have creature from the band rebelmatic from New York. New York City, New York, I believe. Um, all the way from New York, uh, we're gonna, they've been doing their thing with Rebelmatic for around ten years, um, combining a lot of different styles of of punk, hardcore, hip hop, and alternative music. And uh, they have a new record coming out on August twenty eighth um, on Red Right Recordings, and we're gonna talk about that. And we're just going to talk about what we always talk about. We'll talk about, we'll, we'll touch just a little bit about everything. And that big fucking fly is flying around trying, trying to fucking kill me. Um, so let's start off with the uh, beginning of the show. We started off music wise with music from Sharp Tooth. They have a new record out on Pure Noise Records titled Transitional Forms. Uh, we had the band on roughly, I believe, the beginning of 
2018. They had a they had a full length titled Clever Clever Girl that kind of um it 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 go it goes and touches a lot of different styles of modern hardcore and metal. The from this song the song that we played um off of Transitional Forms, the new record, uh we was called Evolution. It features Just Insane singer of Anti Flag, which is a cool um collab. The band the band's sound for this song specifically um, reminds me of heavy songs on Ferret Records, which is a just a has a really mean sounding um, hardcore and metal um, combination that only bands I feel like in the mid two thousands from specifically like the East Coast can do. And Sharp Tooth is from Baltimore. Um, there's stuff that kind of reminds me a little bit of like of like early barrier dead in here as well. So if you, uh, if you were a fan of the clever girl LP, I think you will really, really like, um, transitional forms. So check that shit out. We're going to get to some more new music. It's going to be a very music heavy show. We have a lot of stuff, uh, backlogged as well as, as just a lot of new music to play. So we'll, cause we are a fucking radio show first. If you're listening to pot, podcast and you're like what's all this music it's a goddamn fucking radio show and if you're listening to on the radio which you should um then all is right in the world so we're gonna play some songs from a split with some new york bands rule them all and the fight the it is a two-song split called fight them all if you check them out on instagram that's their name fight them all because they share members and uh the last rule them all um ep on flat spot called dreams about was super super good um i have very high praise for um that style of melodic hardcore um and just like really anthemic catchy vocals um i i can't say enough that's just such a fucking good um release this is this is uh two songs from the fight and rule them all and uh both uh covers the fight did a cover of discharge rule them all did cover of values here by dag nasty so um two very classic um bands if you're coming from a different style of uh music and coming onto this uh and come in uh you are now just hip to hardcore for the first time. I know I've heard some people be like I've listened to hardcore for the first time through your show depending on like where you listen to my show and I've had people ask questions and these are great places to start um if you haven't listened. I'm not a gatekeeper. If I was a gatekeeper podcast, I would be like why the fuck have you not listened to these bands? But fuck you. If you haven't listened to these bands, listen to Discharge, listen to Dag Nasty. Um, I'm to say they're important is an understatement, and I there I would just say if you're listening podcast, press pause, check out both bands, check their releases out. Um, Discharge, I can say confidently without Discharge, 
If Discharge did not exist, the landscape of punk and hardcore would be drastically different. And Dag Dasty's just good fucking music, dude. Um, what else can you say? So, and also, Rule Them All and The Fight are two just um, great bands. So, four bands altogether you should be you should be hip to if you're not already. So, we're going to play those, and then we'll uh, be back with some more music. Um, I'm blocked before we get to our uh, main interview for the day. You're listening to Dead Air, Two Hours of Hardcore Radio. <laughs>
What's up, motherfuckers? This is Bear Bear Mashup telling you to check out the brand new Bear Bear website now. Go to BearBearHeartRadio.com for all podcasted shows as well as news reviews and content you can't get anywhere else. Go now or feel the wrath of my cold, hard robotic legs been kicking you straight in the face. Let's go. 
she said everybody dies. That's everybody dies. But that's we can carry on and play in the sequel. Cause let's face it, baby, these days, they're going out
All right, we're back. You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. So from the top of that block, we played new music from Pain of Truth. If you haven't listened to this band, um, members of Hangman and Buried Dreams. Um, if you haven't listened to the, either of those, they're fucking heavy. They're from New York. And you should be already listening to them. I are, I'm contradicting myself, but you should check you should check them out if you love New York hardcore, specifically of super um, heavily like beatdown influenced. And this basically just seems like more of more or less of a love child of both bands. Um, I love um, current stuff such as like Tsunami and uh, Sector and stuff like that. That's just coming from a um uh, a super late 90 late 90s like stuff that's like in that is uh very much um like bulldoze early B, early e town billy club sandwich stuff stuff that's all like kind of revolves around that specific world i'm all about and I love the imagery of the rabid fucking pit bull. Um, everything about just... Um, I, I'm i not the most sophisticated music listener, but like this is just like aesthetically pleasing for the heavy hardcore um, fan. The regular modern heavy hardcore fan should fucking like this. After um, the song, the song we played is a self-titled from uh, Pain of Truth. So, Pain of Truth with Pain of Truth. After that, um, we played some music from a band called Rain Dance. If you haven't listened to them before, um, they are a band from just the early 2010s. I didn't know much about them. I listened to maybe a little bit long time ago. Um, a band, believe, shares members uh, in Rhode Island as well as the greater part of Massachusetts. I could be wrong. Um, they kind of stopped. They, they stopped doing music for a long, long time. And, uh, they did touring. Um, like I said, in the early two, early two thousands and they, the early 2010s, my bad, not the early aughts, but, uh, they recently came out with music from their last record. I believe this was recorded in 2014. This is their first and only for full length. And, and they're just a lot. You can go to their Facebook. They kind of say for numerous reasons, this just was never going to see the light of day, but uh, due to just the black lives matter movement and everything um, that's going on, it got released and, it's another um, kind of, I would say, an, another piece of work to throw to Black Lives Matter to um, just another another hardcore contribution to what's going on. Even even with this record being six years old, um, some more heavy East Coast hardcore. Check it out. Then we. Uh, the track was called simply called tracks full length is like 12, 13 songs. Um, then we have slow bleed. They have a promo 20 out 
if you haven't checked them out, um, there's from Santa Paula, California. Um, just another very heavily death metal um, heavy, heavy, heavy metal influenced um, hardcore band. Uh, we played High Noon, um, self-proclaimed as war metal. After that, um, more California with You Lose. If you haven't checked this band out, um, this band is from the San Jose area. And if you haven't heard that fucking um, San Jose sound of heavy fucking beatdown, listen to Tsunami and you'll understand what the fuck is going on. Four songs. Um, this song that we played, Control, starts off with uh, some uh, classic... Um, a classic clip from the original Scream movie that's all kind of chopped and screwed and distorted. Cool shit. Check them out. And uh, after that, we play some more music. More, more music from California. California is always doing it. More on the hardcore punk side, we played um, Spy. They have a EP titled Service Weapon. And uh, imagery kind of... Uh, goes along the lines of chain punk but overall is a hardcore feel and hardcore punk and we played the first track titled violent majority um the service weapon ep is available on cassette on to live a lie records check it out um and then we uh, finished it up with music from mind's eye uh, we talked about this band a little bit. We saw them about a year ago. I saw them about a year ago in Tacoma, which was one of the first good Tacoma shows I saw in a very long time. Um, groovy. They are self-proclaimed Colorado groove um, with their song Street Justice. And Mind's Eye really put on a, a very good show uh, last year at uh, Real Art. So that was so uh, check it out. It's just a single, and uh, we're gonna get to our interview in just a minute with uh, Creature from Rebelmatic. But before that, we're gonna play "Feel Some Type of Way" from Rebelmatic's "Eat the Monster." Um, EP that came out in 2017. We'll play some newer music after the little break, but uh, you will kind of see with at least the two songs that we play on this show that it's a very eclectic sound from this band. So I would highly encourage to check the uh, rest of their catalog out. And uh, we're going to get to talking in just a minute. You listen to Dead Air 2 Hours Hardcore Radio.
right, you're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. So this feature for this week, we have uh, from New York, we have Creature, who is in the band Rebelmatic. How are you? How are you? Um, so let's let's go for people who don't know um, about your band. Give us a, a brief little just a history of of yourself, your band, and how uh, how that all plays into uh, punk and hardcore. Okay, well, my name is Creature. The band's Rebelmatic. We're from New York City, born and raised. Um, we've been together for almost a decade. We put out about five projects independently. We pu- we performed with a litany of luminaries as far as hardcore and different genres of music. The best way to describe our music is James Brown and the Mosh Pit. It's groovy, it's heavy, it's honest, it's introspective. We share stages with Burn, Crown of Thorns, HR from Bad Brains, Angelo from Fishbone, Murphy Slaw, various other artists. Um, we have a new album coming out August 28th, 2020 on Red Right Recording. It's called Ghosts in the Shadows. It's produced by Mark O'Connell of Taking Back Sunday. We are the first artists on Mark O'Connell's and Danny Wallace's label, Red Right Recordings. So that's the synopsis. There you go. And um, like you said, you've, uh, you do a James Brown in a mosh pit, a lot of uh, eclectic sounds um yeah. coming coming from uh the various records that you've uh done over you guys have been around for at least 10 years from what i've what i what yeah. i know so it's been yeah. exactly 10 years about yeah about 10 okay i like i like a decade that decade sounds good yeah decade decade does sound good i said i would that that works for me too so yeah. uh yeah you have a lot of eclectic sounds through um throughout um do you do you guys like to have a different sound on each record or do you or do you like to go play with stuff back and forth nothing's premeditated we just play the music we like like we like um i'm a hardcore kid you know what i mean i grew up on hardcore but i grew up on hip-hop i grew up on funk the whole band is growing up on like like some of us a couple of us are like hardcore kids we're all rock heads like we all listen to a certain level of metal. We all listen to hip hop. We all listen to funk. We listen to bachata. We listen to orange. We listen to a lot of music. So it bleeds in our music. It's never a sense of like, oh, we're going to make this more this and this and that. It's more like Hello? I think that did you I think Sorry you about that. Someone's calling. Uh, we live by the groove, so it's important to us. But we, you know, there's just that feel of you know New York hardcore and hardcore and punk that's always in our music. But we don't never have it. It's never like, oh, this is what we're gonna do. We don't know what we're gonna do until we're making it. Like I don't know what how I'm gonna sing a song. I might scream it. I might sing it. I don't know what I'm gonna do until the music is made. And some a lot of our stuff is very spontaneous. Like it's spontaneous and we build upon it like we jam it out then write it and then kind of refine it you know so your band must have a like your, you and your bandmates must have a really good uh musical relationship to just you know get because sometimes it sometimes for some bands it takes a very long time to you know they'll sit on a they'll sit on a like one riff for a long time but it sounds 
like you guys have a really good um, working relationship and groove to to just be like play something like let's just go there. Yeah, no, I mean because it's it's a feel like you know our literally we were just rehearsing last night and we like we got a bunch of new songs that like not even not even the album that's coming out but we're already working on more stuff and we just like we like our, our single that was was out uh, insult to injury we came up with that in ten minutes but some stuff takes longer you know some stuff we come up with an idea and someone else add another part we'll take away i'll write lyrics i'll refine the lyrics and you know we'll just kind of work with it but it's no set process but we definitely are all in the same accord as far as you know we know when we hear something we're like yo that right there wow oh. and then i just start like play play and i just start writing well like my mind just starts seeing what i had in my head that i already have written and it kind of flows like that yeah we all know each other though we all know like we all you know what I mean? We're friends and we hang out and all that stuff. We're all like city kids. Absolutely. So with, um, so you guys have, you talked about the new music that's uh, coming out. So um, you have a video for insult to injury that yep. um, came out, that came out um, specifically. Uh, you kind of, you had it already kind of in the bag, but you kind of rushed, you got the video out a little bit faster due to, yep what was going on correct yeah we had a we have another video that's coming out the in a couple of weeks uh, a song called blood and gold and it's a, it's a two-part video it's blood and gold with um fire this time which the songs on our new album ghost in the shadows but you know we had insult injury and it was like wait this is more pertinent to put out for the, the current state we're in right now so we did it i think it made sense it was smart well. And, and uh likes so, like um a f- and I would say I guess a few select um bands that are still um doing it like I think I think one thing you got you guys um have a message that um just like uh I would say like Ice T Bonnie Cout has said has said it all the time this is n- the stuff that's going on right now the stuff that I talk about it's like nothing nothing new if you want and he was like if you want to have people been asking me for interviews uh go listen to my old interviews i'm gonna say the same thing and you guys have had a message that has been you have the same same thing you have a song from your last record um titled just please don't uh please don't shoot yeah so Uh. We've been at it. I mean, our first album, we got stuff, Survivor Gathering, Stolen, Reckless Eyeball, and Please Don't Shoot. We got Auction Block. We've always kind of talked about it. That's what I write about. I don't, but it's like, I just write. Like, it's, I'm wired a certain way. So, you know, like, I'm wired like that. And the things we're talking about now, there's people are more uh, comfortable having the dialogue, but it's been there. You know, it's been in our music. It's been in other some other people's music. We're not the first people to do it. I think as far as in hardcore punk, a lot of people are not used to like black bands talking about it. You know what I mean? Because then I used to really say that many black punk or hardcore bands. Period. You know what I mean? I think yeah. That's and that's and that's the thing. I think people just and it's unfortunate because people we've had this we've had this surge of like even bands like you guys talking about what you're talking about. Um, Ice-T talks about what he talks about in even right. just other political bands, like 
it's it's something that I've caught on to for for a while, but like mm-hmm. people are just waking up to like these these fans or so called fans that like your music but don't <laughs> like you as a person or like your or like some like they like your they like your music but they don't but they don't really are understanding or or really listening well, to the message. Well, I mean, listen. In in history in America, people have always liked like black culture, but not necessarily like black people. Just to be straight up, you know what I mean. So I'm just gonna say as far as that. But then in other times too, yeah, there's I've heard people say about like someone was complaining about Rage Against Machine, like, oh, I didn't know they were talking about that. You weren't listening because you just was caught up into the music and what, you know, what did you think they were talking about? They, you know, they clearly talked about. Like K- KKK members assimilating and being a part of society. Absolutely. And Absolutely. Uh, what did they think about the 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 same that bird crosses are the same of workforces? Like that's yeah. I mean, but you know, people, you know, I don't, I, I can't, I don't, I can't get into the psyche of a person who doesn't want to understand or want to hear. You know, as, as a someone young, they might, you know, even young at a certain age, certain stuff the angst to feel might attract you. You might not fully understand, but you, you know, you, you start getting aware, especially like in hardcore and punk, you start getting aware of what people are actually talking about. You might not fully grasp it, but you under, you start being aware and understanding to a certain level. As a full adult, you making a conscious effort just to say, I don't care what they're saying. I just like the music, you know, whatever. All my friends listen to it. I don't know. I can't, I, I've never been that type of person. So I don't, I could just only just, you know, assess it like that. And I guess that's from from my from my end. There's been artists that are like, I guess I, you know, that there's been a few there's been a few artists and just certain certain other genres that have been like, well, I'm tired of of you know white people listening to my music, and I, I like if they're you know of a black artist. And I actually understand that because if they're not going to like, if they, you know, feel if that's going to be the effect of just like people like, Oh, you're t- like, like they just like the image and the music, but don't really care about the person in any which way. They're just, you, they're just like absorbing the culture instead of. You really... can't control that. People can feel how artists can have the right to feel how they feel. But you really can't control that. You can't control who likes your music. Once it's out in the world, you know, you can't say, I don't want you to like it. I don't want you like people like what they like. Someone might see it just because they someone might like something because they just like the energy. Yeah, obviously you want people to connect on a deeper level, especially if you're talking about something. But you only can you can't control that. I to me, I don't have I don't have energy to waste on that. I'm like, if you're not gonna listen to what I'm saying, don't like my music. I'm like, I don't know, you know, like, it's it's pretty clear what I'm talking about. The imagery has been there. The, the history is there. It's a lineage. So if you just caught up into the energy and that's all you want to hear, that's what you think it is, you know? So for, I, just like for future, for the, as far as like punk rock goes, where, I mean, where would you like to see, where would you like to see, uh, where would you like to see punk rock go for in and like from this, you know, states that we're in, in, in society forward. 
Oh, that's a big question. But I mean, people have to be honest to their to who they are. I can't tell people, to, you know, like some people. It's like no matter what, they're like, oh, I don't want you know, music politics shouldn't be in music, but they don't know they deal with politics and social stuff regardless. I think that's a privilege when people say they don't want politics and music. It's like you have a privilege not to deal with some of the stuff that people want to hear. Honestly, I don't really care where it goes. It's just like people, honest, people going to be, do what they do. I'm going to listen to the stuff I like and stuff resonates towards me. Hopefully the youth, because it's more about the younger people, you know, carving out their own niche what they feel it needs to be you know i'm a, I'm a you know i'm an older guy i'm an older straight guy so it's like you know it's a lot of even though i'm a black man it's a lot of other room for a lot of other people but as long as people you know if, if i say if people don't see the change or hear the voice that they're hearing become it that's the greatest thing about punk rock you you know what they're not no one's talking for me no one's telling them you make a band find some like-minded people and, and make that band and make that change and make become the change you want as cliche as that might sound you know so i guess that's what i want and i'm i'm a little bit older too so i'm like i i i'm my um from what i see it looks like a lot of like when this happens a lot of younger people at least in this stage of like hardcore and punk a lot of people are listening it's just you know some some people in in my age range just need to pay it like I need to pay attention to what young people the younger generation is is doing in hardcore and punk as well. Yeah, I mean it's 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 important. You know, at a certain point when you're into something for a while, people we you know you get caught up. You like what you like, and you get caught up to like, oh, this is what I like, and and stuff that doesn't resonate closer to the things that you enjoy you tend to not listen you know what i mean you could write it off like that's not what i like but for me it's like i always listen to like it's music right it resonates to you don't i'm not gonna say because i was listening to something in 89 something in 2020 is not relevant because it's my 18 year old kid that's crazy if it's good it's good i might not even even get it but that doesn't mean it's not important you know, I, I think a lot of times people are caught up in that ego of what, what they feel like their opinion is the only thing that matters. Well, I also think there's also this stigma is like as you get older, like you, you, sh- you shouldn't listen to younger music because you are this age of a person and just you just keep in like I know there's a lot of people who just fall into their same, you know, just old music, yeah. old catalog. And I think that I'm. I don't ever personally want to fall into that because there's always like, I always want to, I always want to grow as a person till the day I die. I want to be able to be in the moment. Absolutely. I mean, ideally, once you stop learning, not even ideally, realistically, once you stop learning and have, and with the will to learn, you're dead. You're stuck. You're dead. Yeah, you're physically there, but you've already, your, your growth is, that's it. It's over. That's why people are so nostalgic about stuff all the time because it's kind of like they feel like their better part of their life is done. But when you're still living and finding out, adapting new ways to maneuver and navigate through life, 
you don't necessarily want to be an 18 year old again, but at the same time, you respect the 18 year old experience. And like, yo, I remember that. Cool. This is them doing it. I, I you know, I find a lot of people, older people, oh, they, it wasn't like that. And back in my days, that's like, it's a lot of revisionist history. A lot of revisionist history people do. People forget about a lot of stuff because now they're older. They're old. So they're like, oh, in my day, we didn't do that. Yes, you did. You just did it your own way. You just did you do. And then it's interesting because, like I said, I was there for some of the stuff. So I'm like, I don't really want to hear a bunch of revisionist history. Do your stuff. Make your music. If you have nothing else to say, move the hell out the way. Let someone who has something to say do it. And, you know, you don't have to do anything. But at the same time, don't be mad at someone who's, you know, they're angry, they're having fun, they're expressing themselves. Let them do what they do. It has to grow. It has to keep going, you know? You think it's going to be what? 30-year-old, 50-year-old people, 60-year-old people coming to punk shows still with the same enthusiasm as a 15-year-old, a 17-year-old, an 18-year-old, a 20-year-old? No, it's not. You're not going to have the same enthusiasm. Even if you still love it, you're not. And and it's sometimes... when you can find that common ground, like especially with like underground music and punk rock, I think as far as in the underground, I think you can find like all listeners of all ages can find a little bit more commonality to where like there is like that sometimes that same energy like at like like at a Youth of Today or a Gorilla Biscuit show. There's people of all ages just going right. like right <laughs> like. Like somebody's dad and son at the same time, stage that's diving. The greatest, that's the greatest thing in the world. I think that's that's fantastic. That's your, that's that's ideally what someone would like, right? Something. I mean, most people don't want to listen to their parents' music, but if your if your child is into what you're into, and it's like he or she gets it, and you know. And you didn't force it on them. Why not? Wouldn't you want to show them the stuff that you liked? You're like, oh, that's cool. And they can like stuff. They can put you on the stuff that you might not know. You're like, oh, wow. And you might not get it right away. But you're like, let me at least check it out. It's wonderful. man. Absolutely. So to get back on uh, to your music and Rebelmatic, you guys play, um, from what I see, it's a lot of um, stuff kind of locally, correct? We, I mean, we played New York a lot. We played Philly. We played Virginia. We played D.C. We played Toronto. We played. Mm, we went on tour a couple of times. You know, it was yeah. We, we, but I think after this album and once the pandemic and stuff goes, we're gonna be on the road. A lot of places that haven't seen us, I think, are gonna be very happy when they get a chance to see us we're gonna because we're gonna bring everything we bring so yeah i think i think hopefully in 2021 or whenever this opens back up we'll be hitting other places but yeah we played we've done we've we've toured i think the farthest south we've been up in atlanta florida stuff like through south carolina and then up we haven't done west and we've done canada but you know it's just a lot the cover we definitely have the west we have to hit the midwest we have to hit europe it's a lot of stuff to hit we have to hit asia you know timing just timing it's gonna happen absolutely and uh, i'm i'm very excited to hear the rest of uh 
this record um for as far as like um mu- musically is this is the kind of some of the songs going to fall in line with uh with the single and in no. the sound or is there going to be no. different sounds in it's here it's definitely different sounds that's just man every song is like uh yeah you can't define us from one song that's like nah that's the next you'll see the next single will be different it'll be different i mean when you get used to hearing us, you'll be like, "Oh, that's them." But nah, this it's not it's not that one sound. I couldn't like we wouldn't want to make a record with like the same sound quality. Yes, the quality of the sound because this is the best produced album we've had. You know, Mark produced the heck out of it, meaning Mark O'Connell, and um, you know, Mike Pep, and you know, he makes this incredible. So sound sonically, it's amazing. But as far as our actual musicianship and stuff, nah. Every song is like you know, it's an experience, man. It's an experience. If, if you listen to if you if listen to the stuff we've done before, you can see that we have a thing that you know one might be a more, I don't want to say traditional, but more kind of like hardcore punk thing. Then it may one might be like a little more funky, groovy. So it's kind of like that. We do. It's like we've been. It's like a continuation of what we're doing, just more refined. And I think that's a talent in itself because not a lot of some I, not a lot of musicians and some bands can't do that. Like sometimes right. they they'll have to stick with one sound, or they're you know sometimes that's they're great. afraid to get out to to break out of that box, and then sometimes. It's hard, like can't. it's hard. It's hard because also like to because I am I am an ADD person, so okay. I I I've tried. To, it's hard enough to try to organize my thoughts. So when I've done music in the past to try to be, I want this song to sound like this, like that's it's not an easy feat to do without. Sometimes it sounds, you know, you. It's no. hard to do it without it sound sounding thrown together at times. Yeah, I mean, because the thing is, too, is like we're not, we don't, like, we don't, we're not trying to recreate anything. That's why it makes it so easy for us. We don't have, we feel no pressure. We just got to make the stuff we like. That's it. Like, it's no pressure. There's no pressure. We're not trying to reinvent our favorite hardcore record. We're not trying to reinvent the greatest funk record. We're not trying to reinvent a hip hop album. We're not trying to do none of that. We're bringing all of our experiences and stuff we like, and we're just doing the music we enjoy. That's it. It's like very organic. So we don't have, you know, like, you know, maybe a baseline of like, oh, drums, wow. That's, you know, that's great. Something might be more Afro beat into a hardcore thing. One thing might be just straight, you know, kind of feels like a early 80s dirty rock punk thing. And the next thing may be like dubbed out. And, you know what I mean? Like, we don't. We just let the music go. One thing I'm screaming on top of my lungs, the next thing I'm singing. I don't know. You know, <laughs> I don't I don't I, I I'm happy to be able to do that. But like me personally, I would hate doing the same thing over and over. It would be terrible to me. I, I think it's it's for me it'd be like it'd be a waste of talent. It's like knowing you could do more and you're like just gonna do that, that's like whack to me. Well, and I think I think a hundred percent punk rock and hardcore needs that it needs that breath of fresh air it needs that creativeness it needs that creative flow to keep things moving and i've i've seen like within the last year 
two years, like there's like a lot of different stuff. There isn't oh we're hopefully we're getting into a point where punk and hardcore isn't just this wave for a right. few years to the, to the next wave. Like, right. cause that's especially in the, in I would say the, from when I was listening from 2000, like I started listening in like 2006 on mm-hmm. and for those like first 10, 12, 13 years, it was like, all right, we're listening to strictly youth crew. All right. right now we're going to listen to melodic now right. we're now we're down to now we're now we're back to listening to heavy music solely right, and right. i'm like the that that's that's bad for your musical palette not that's not good you got you gotta you gotta expand because then you things start to things start to fall into the cracks that's why like with my show like i try to balance it out because if i just listen to just a heavy band then i'm gonna then the next heavy band that submits, I might not give them as yep. fair as a shake because I'm like, I've listened to way too many bands like you. Yep. I mean, it's, you're right. I mean, I, I think the biggest reason why I, I explained it earlier, but I think the biggest reason why for us, the way we do our music is that, and how my, better, better yet, a, a bigger reason why a lot of stuff sounds similar because people are cannibalizing each other. All they're doing is listening to the same stuff. If you listen to the same stuff, all the, how could you even come up with new ideas? Like, think about it. If you listen to the same five, six bands over and over, and those are your favorite bands, but you don't listen to nothing outside of the genre of music, what else could you come with? But that, how could you even, how could you even develop anything else if that's all you listen to? I don't go. I don't wake up and listen to hardcore twenty four hours a day. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Never. No, I and I did. I know. Lo- metal. <laughs> yeah. None of it. I listen. And believe me, my palate is insane. That's why, even just on hardcore and, and metal and heavy music, my palate is insane. I just got like not just what I but what I've listened to, what I've grown up on. I know so much about it, but I don't listen to that every day, man. I don't want to hear that all the time. I don't. And I, I mean, it's a time and place for everything. And that's why we play how we play. Because we'll go from that to listen. We'll go from listening to some real, you know, hardcore late 80s, mid 90s, whatever, some hardcore stuff to like listening to, you know, Sly and Family Stone, to listen to John Coltrane, to listen to Frank Zappa. Like, it doesn't matter to us. We just like music, man. We just like, like we're in the music. And that all, you know, that all seeps in, you know? Absolutely. To So to uh, turn this around and try to uh, kind of just talk about re- regionally, just talk about your, like, just right. like politics in your area. Like, so mm-hmm. I, for me, I've, we've been, I live in Seattle, so we've been in a bubble. You've probably seen, you know, seen the news, know that there's been a lot right. going on in the Pacific Northwest Right. Uh, the whole the whole world. So it's it's very interesting. So it's been it's it and I um I work and participate and live in that and live in that community where um the chop in that area is mm. what was. Um and so I've been and coworkers and friends have been literally so bombarded with questions and stuff like that that it's been hard to know to be able to see 
outside of our own just just city. So I guess my question is just what is the climate of New your air, of your area with that? And I know like New York has had the highest like amount I, of deaths for yeah. the coronavirus as well, and like all oh, that's yeah. been crazy. Yeah, well, we're in New York City, so you know. I'm in Brooklyn right now. I'm from Queens, but we, uh, I'm in Brooklyn. Um, it's, I mean, you know, people are upset, man. People, people are enraged, and rightfully so. We all are, and and you, 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 you stack that on top of, you know, the COVID, and you got it's a lot, man. It's a lot. So, I think it spiked, and then it went back down. And I think right now, the speaking of the COVID, it's kind of like. I don't. I think that we're in phase three, and it's kind of like going back up because a lot of people think it's over. You know, they think it's, it's summer. I want to be out there and do whatever I do, and I don't want to have to put a mask on, and I don't care. You know, so that's like as far as the 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 uprising. You know, I think people are still protesting, not as much, but I mean, listen, this has been going on forever. You know, police brutality and domestic terrorism has been going on forever. So New York is a so is a huge money city where people not talking about the people, the everyday people, but like the powers that be really care about money. So they want to get everyone back to work and keep this thing, you know, quell this and keep every and quote unquote put a bandaid on it and pacify people. But I think people people who might not necessarily already thought like wait a minute this is crazy they're looking at it like wow i didn't know this our government would do this to people you know like wow this is this is insane so new york i mean new york is not it's never gonna it's no i don't know if it's bad it's never a back to normal but there's a normalcy a normalcy here as far as like because the parks are back open it's summer and people are trying to i guess go about their lives but you know this this is stuff looming still, man. We got a we got a virus, and we got you know people combating white supremacy. So it's a lot. Yeah, it's all and, and like I know going to just to the coronavirus, just like also it's like overwhelming. Like seeing like the stuff like uh, with New York and seeing people mm-hmm. digging mass graves, and I'm like, yeah, damn, yeah. that's that's real heavy stuff. And like like you yeah. talked about the kind of silencing. Uh, thing we had the same we had we haven't had is we had a bad outbreak um i think we had one of the first outbreaks in the pacific northwest in north of seattle and it's been bad in our kind of i think what's been crazy is our um you know our governor has been you know obsessed with it but had so obsessed that he has tried to deny that as anything has you know been happening in seattle whatsoever and then he all all of a sudden they were because we were in like our phase one and he because he tried to do the same thing in seattle when there were you know um protests and he tried to he tried to do a revised phase one a 1.5 where some where some people can you know go back to work so that was that was their thought of trying to, you know, hush some people up and get some people yeah. back to work. Cause after, after him, 
fear mongering the whole time saying like, do you know, Seattle's not going to be open for a long time. And then all of a sudden the protests happen and, and like, Oh, the, well we could open up a few things. Yeah. Let's, let's bring, let's bring, let's get your mind off of that. Maybe you could get a haircut now and maybe you can eat at your favorite place and drink at your favorite bar. You won't go out and protest. I think it's the same thing here. You know, it's money, man. People care about money and they don't care about people. They don't value human life. Never have. It's just now it's, it's now it's just a, it's a, it's a camera on how gross it's like, it's gross neglect of of people. Yeah. Hopefully more people can, you know, wake up to it instead of just being like, all right, I guess I mean, back to work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the reality of it is that it's a system that is designed, designed where people, you know, most people are check away or a couple checks away from being, you know, homeless. That's the reality of it. No matter you could be, you can get, you can be making a decent salary, get sick, and next thing you know, your insurance is gone and your saving is gone, and next thing you know, you're doing a GoFundMe. You know what I mean? So, I think that I think that's what COVID taught a lot of people. Like, wow, you no matter what, you could be. You know what I mean? You're you're not not that much different than someone who might be making less money, even if you're still in a fortunate situation. And then the other aspect. I think people people are making choices now. People are making decisions. If you make a decision to act like you don't know what's going on, before people could say, they could say, "Oh, I didn't know what was going on. I, I I just thought people, you know, I just thought that happened to bad people." And now it's you're making a choice. You see it. The world, st- you know, the the world stood still, and you've seen what happened. You've seen it. So now you have no excuse. You can't act like you didn't see what's going on. You you don't want to. That's it. People don't want to. At this point, I, there's no convincing. It's like you don't want to. You made a choice, and that's it. Be dealt with accordingly. Ab- absolutely. Um, and that's just like, yeah, that's a, it's, that is a hard, <laughs> hard thing. I've been trying, like, as far as is on my end, the biggest thing is just trying to use – um, just what I have um, to, to talk to people, to find, to be able to, you know, break barriers with people like, you know, like people have to have co- tried to have conversations with, you know, family who don't get it and try to, and try to educate. And that's, it's a, uh, it's a thing that's that, what, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, that's all right. I didn't go, my fault. go ahead. No, it's just like, it's, it's a thing that, needs to happen because like you said there's no there 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 you can't ha- put the wool over the eyes anymore there's no there's no I didn't there's no longer and I didn't know and if you're there and if you are in that bubble of just it's not that you don't know it's that you either don't care or don't get it yeah well you you get it you just don't care yeah, more don't that's care than like, you, you, you get it, but you don't care because it's like it's like someone who says, oh, whoa, black lives matter. No, it's all lives matter. And I say this, well, when where was all lives matter when the pandemic was going on? Why was it all lives matter setting up, you know, helping get people masks and getting people like, you know, where was all lives matter? 
I'm just asking. I, I've never I seen All Lives Matter do. You never see it because it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it doesn't make it. It doesn't. It's it's like if you say something black, I'm bothered. That's what is reality. People say, "Oh, black. Oh, no, it can't be black. All lives." And 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 a lot of that all lives matter is just, people should just come out and say they're white supremacists. Stop lying. Because you don't believe it. Because even if it's not black people, I don't see you thinking about the Turkish child. I don't see you saying about the Pakistani child. I don't hear you talking about the, the uh, Hispanic people. I don't hear you talking about the Korean people, the Asian people who are going through some hardships. Why aren't you Why aren't you helping them? If, 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 even if you say you're not even talking about black, leave black people out of a conversation for a half a second. Why don't you, where's the other people? Why aren't you, why aren't you helping them when atrocities happening? Because you don't care and you're just being divisive and you're too scared to just say you're a white supremacist. That's, and that is the God honest truth. Like seeing, uh, seeing just like conversations of people somehow you ask, you, you, you explain black lives matter, but then they just keep, they don't, they don't, they don't answer it. They just keep going. They just keep dancing around and avoiding what you said when you explain that they don't want to. all lives, it, it, all lives can't matter. All, if Black lives don't. <laughs> I'm just saying, Hey, I, I'll say, I said, I'll say, well, let's take black lives out of the set for a second. What about the Brown lives? What, a, what about the poor disenfranchised other people that aren't black? Why aren't you helping them then? Because you don't care. You don't care. And, and and for the people in hardcore who are so patriotic, you know, it's it's ridiculous. Because a lot of the, a lot, you know, in hardcore, I, I know in New York hardcore, there's a lot of, you know, patriotic people. But all the stuff that's happened to black people on American soil is the, is terrorism. It's not it's not some boogeyman from another country. It's terrorism. Like people, black people being enslaved is a form of it's terrorism. Black people being lynched in 2020, it's terrorism. These are the realities we live with. And when some when, when someone puts their hands up in the air and still gets shot, come on. So let's like, you know, it gets it gets it gets really I get triggered by it because it's 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 ridiculous. What people say stuff. And I just want people to at least be honest. At least I can respect them a little bit more on their stance. I'm like, at least you're honest. You know, people want to dance around this stuff. It's like, no, 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 no. You're a white supremacist and you don't care. You don't care about anyone that's not you. Exactly. So just say it. That's and I completely agree. I saw some some dude with a with like a a tr- um, there was a is like the dude, it was like a Trump. Somebody said also said, uh, it was a bumper sticker Trump, a white, an actual white power sticker, and a and a fuck your feelings. And I'm like, of course, <laughs> but of course, but it, it, it's not good, it's, but it's honest. <laughs> yeah, it's honest, and 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 it's like, it shows you these are the people that are aligned with 45. And the, the the white power structure has now had a figurehead because he's talking about he's he's saying the stuff that they want to hear. 
you know, but let's let's get back to the music. Let's like let's talk. Um, I mean, it's I'm, all relative. It's all relative. But, uh, yeah, know. no, I I completely I completely understand. Um, yeah, sorry about. I'm I'm excited to hear the rest of the um the rest of this uh new record. It's coming out yeah. August twenty eighth. Yes, yes. It's, you can get it on Red Right Recordings. You can pre uh, pre order the vinyl. It's a yeah, it's 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 a wonderful album, man. It's honest. It's a very honest, poetic album. It's very musically diverse. If you if you go listen to our discography, it's you know we're doing what we've been doing. It's just more refined. We 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 you know we've uh, got it. It sounds still gritty, but it sounds pristine at the same time. And uh, you guys also did, you did an Instagram show, right? Um, you did like yeah. a kind of a live set. Yeah. How last, last week. Yeah. How did, how did that go? Cause it, it's an interesting, definitely interesting time. Like to do these, to do these, uh, these live, these live shows. It's great. I, we're going to do They were going to do more. We're going to do more. And uh, I might want to do, I might do one next week. I don't know. We're going to, it's important because like we're used to performing. You know, especially in New York, and, and the, right now, like when our album coming out, we'd have been we're probably on tour. So it's like, if the if the pandemic and stuff, so it's like, yeah, we you got to keep your stuff out there. There's we have new supporters who who've now heard about us. So it's like, some people haven't seen us perform, so they get to actually even to come into our rehearsal space and see us play, and just we, we see us drenched in sweat, and like I'm and. It's not even a fancy setup. It's me holding the phone, seeing us performing, like, oh wow, or the phone right there. We're just performing live. So, yeah, it's great, man. It's great. It's like we love it. We love it. It's a way to keep connected with the supporters and keep keep in tune with people who are into that with people who are in tune with us. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting thing. It's a very interesting also dynamic because you know people are trying like to to like figure it like they're trying at same time to figure out how to do some live shows online, but also same time trying to keep a, trying to keep their eyes ahead of seeing when they can actually go out and play a real show. So like doing, trying to have both those mindsets are, uh, it, it yeah. can be kind of, it can be kind of confusing. Nah, man, listen, you tell me tomorrow, everything is a clear to go on tour and we're booked. I'm on, we there. It's not. It's not confusing at all. We're ready to play tomorrow. We're ready to play today. Like it's not confusing at all. That's. This is us practicing. This is us playing. This is us practicing in front of. We're just filming our practice. We play the same way live with the same intensity. You know what I mean? But differences is people, so we're gonna be more intense. But yeah, we're just we're ready. We're ready. I, I, for some people, it may be different. For me, it's like listen. Put a camera in front of us. Yeah, we're going live. Check it out. Tune in. We're going to play some songs. But those who haven't heard, those, some people have heard, some people haven't heard. So we're going to play some songs from the new album so you get a chance to hear them. And, you know, so we're staying tuned with you. And, you know, when this open backs up, we're ready to hit the stage. Full steam ahead. You know? Absolutely. Well, Creature, thank you so much for your time. I I appreciate, I appreciate the... Uh, open honest discussion i'm i'm digging the music like i said can't wait for it can't wait to hear the rest hopefully someday we get to hear uh we get to see um you guys come out to the west coast one day 
We're coming. It's happening. It's going to happen. Believe me, it's happening. Probably 2021, but it's happening. That's on, that's on the list. As long as there's people there, you know what I mean, the tour's routed there, and I'm sure, you know, the people there will dig what we're doing with there. It's not a, it's not an issue. So you know? any, any, uh, any final parting words before we go? Absolutely. First, thank you for having Trevor for interviewing me. Appreciate it. Rebelmatic, NYC, Bandcamp, um, Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Twitter, you know, all that's Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, Ghost in the Shadows, August 28th on Red Right Recording. Shout out to bands y'all should check out because I feel like this is important. Uh, bands you should check out, check out my AFA, M A A F A. They're incredible. The 1865, Universe, Ignore Her, Winter Wolf, The Muslims, and Fear is Dead. Check them all out. They got something to say. And I appreciate you for the interview. Absolutely. We're going to get back to the music right now. You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. Chains Collective. I felt like I was watching a dream I'd never wake up from. DIY clothing you can't get anywhere else. Now you have something to look forward to after you die. Information at flowerchains.us.
All right, it's about to be the end of the show. This has been episode 99 of Dead Air. I have no idea what I'm going to be doing for episode 100 when we get into those triple digits. Uh, um, I guess I'll ask y'all, um, just let me know what you think I should do. I have about a week to figure it out. I have no big plans. I've listened to other podcasts. A lot of the times I listen to a podcast or a radio show after their episode 100. If it's like a morning radio show, they do a fucking huge ass thing. Um, but for, I don't know, for something like me that's more on the hardcore and punk side, doesn't seem like anyone cares um, any other way. So we'll see. If I should do something, I'm going to leave that up to you guys and I'll figure it out within the next week. And, uh, you know, I'll be at the beach, I think, this weekend. So uh, just send me your shit and I'll uh, and I'll think about what I need to do for next for the next episode um, for the 100th episode. We've definitely have more than 100 if you count some of our extra stuff. Um, may do a Patreon of of some sorts. Uh, I've got to figure out what kind of content I would have for you guys. So that's a that's a forward thinking but i've always stuff for the show is on my mind so moving forward thank you um to creature for being on the show being real as fuck and making some really cool music we played um right after that we put uh right after the interview we played insult to injury which is going to be uh which is um going to be a part of ghost in the shadows on red right recordings on august 28th i believe there's gonna be some more new music to come but uh get ready for a really cool release out of new york after that we played um some music we taught we talked a little bit about these bands mayafa um with uh not your exotic and then we have uh Winter Wolf NYC with Dead Body Fuck Party, both bands that uh, were mentioned that uh, that play very re- very often, I believe, with uh, Rebelmatic and bands that you can normally um, see Rebelmatic um, play with. Uh, both are, both uh, the uh, song from Mayafa is. Uh, from twenty end of twenty seventeen, from a uh, their demo twenty seventeen, and Winterwolf is also is from May 2019, 2018, So probably due for some new music in the future. So we'll uh, if you liked what you hear, keep an eye and ear out for some new music from those bands. After that, um, we played one of our first like hardcore adjacent style bands in a very long time. Um, alternative, some sad boy music for, um, the hardcore fan that is more a fan of alternative and, um, emotional leaning music. We played the band Sinking from, uh, Pittsfield, Massachusetts. We played the song Cemetery and it's, if you didn't hear it, go back. It's as sad as it sounds, but it's good. I'm about I'm about it. Um somebody kind of described it as slow and sorrowful post hardcore. 
Somewhat, somewhat, somewhat of, uh, I would somewhat agree. Not super post hardcore, but definitely very alty. Um, for you, uh, hardcore and punk alt fans, check this shit out. Then we, uh, go back into heavy music with, with Beggar's Row from Virginia Beach. Um, crossover hardcore with a lot of, with a lot of just, uh, kind of really straightforward, um, moshiness. We played the song Obsolete. Um, their record End in Sight is for free on Bandcamp, so give it a download. Came out right at the end of May. After that, we played music from Stockholm, Sw- Stockholm, Sweden, Stockholm, Sweden with Excel. Um, they have a two-song um, de- demo for free on Bandcamp as well. We played their first song titled Warning. Um, straightforward, straightforward, hardcore punk. Um, that's kind of right out of the eighties. And with that theme, with that eighties theme, we go to Cold Brats with Punk in a Digital Age Volume One, which is a one-song kind of single. Um, with their song Detergent. It's fucking. It's fucking good. Um. It's uh the it's part of a I guess a part of a uh, compilation um cassette if you haven't heard it. I I thought it was newer than it was, but this came out at the end of December and I but I definitely uh missed out on it, but if this band is a uh punk hardcore band from Romania, so check out um check out their discography, some cool stuff. Moving on from that, we have Hangan, which is a uh, straight up a um, kind of a, a hardcore, post-hardcore mashup um, from DC that is very reminiscent of like um, kind of more melodic Discord um, style bands. We played the song Freed Market off of their... Uh, EP titled The Time Passed. Um, band kind of sa- sounds very DC, but uh, is from Alexandria, which I actually don't know how how far away that is compared to uh, in in uh, regards to the DC area. How far that is, I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. I went to DC one year. That's pretty much it. We finish it up with uh, Cardine Choke. With squat in the red zone, um, band is from New Zealand, Christchurch, New Zealand. I believe I said it. Christ, it, it could be like Christchurch, or I don't know. It, I'm I'm reading it as Christchurch. Um, we played the first song um, titled "Squat in the Red Zone." Record came out in May of, just at the end of May, and uh, this. Um, LP is titled Planet Fatigue. Just a very fast in out um, punk with thrash. And then we're going to finish this up um, with Second Arrows, a band from New Jersey with uh, members of Dead Guy, Ensign, Every Time I Die, and Nora, which just makes a really good fucking mix of uh of metal a little bit of 
I hate to call it the uh, chaotic style of hardcore, but chaotic hardcore, metalcore, and hardcore mixed. Um, I love all those bands, including Every Time I Die, which I know is like a band that nobody that nobody some people don't want to say they like, but I fucking I fucking love them. So that's it. Um, episode one hundred is coming up next um, next week, and we'll see. Uh, See if it's special or if it's just going to be a regular fucking show. Um, see you next week. Yeah, get ready!